vision to be poured forth unto us tonight. We ask, O oh God, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that we will behold in all clarity these words of your word, O oh God, that your word will come alive in our spirit and will live by what we will hear tonight, and it will cause active many things that you have deposited on our inside. Lord, do so much in this atmosphere tonight. I release the ministering angels of God right now all over this place to fill this building that the power of God will be released even as God's word is taught and there's the expression of the spirit that as many who came here with burdens, they are lifted in the name of Jesus. The sick are healed in the name of Jesus. Miracles begin to happen among us. There is activation by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. I want to beg us as we go in, please try not to get distracted. If you have your phones on, on vibration, switch them off. Um, it's going to be a very, very, very um, serious time in God's presence right now because God wants to do serious business in our lives. Praise God. Tonight I'll be talking about the utterance gifts. Uh, and among the gifts of the Spirit, personally, I, I love these ones so much. And I feel that in a corporate body like this, especially from the teachings of the scripture, which we'll go into, this is what is more in dominance. Praise God. Praise God. So let's open the first Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12. All right. From verse 1. Now, many of the things that we, I'm going to say now, I'll say them, I'll rush through them because in the course of this tenure, we've emphasized it in our 12 hour prayer meetings, in the months where we talked on leading of the Spirit. We've talked about these things before, so I will just um, go over them again. Praise God. And I'll do that very quickly. Okay. So if you, perhaps you've not heard some things and I'm going too fast, you know, after this service, just collect the teachings of the house retreat at the technical stand. You'll be able to understand, you know, in broader terms what we're talking about. All right. First Corinthians 12 verse 1, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Praise God. Now, if you see that first phrase, that first verse we read, he says, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Right? Now, if you, if you are using an old KJV, you see gifts there in italics. If you are using some versions, you won't see the word gifts. Alright. Now, when you see words in italics, particularly in the old King James Version, it's usually because those words were added by the translators to help our understanding. They were not in the original text. Praise God. Is that spooky? Everybody's looking at me. Is that clear? All right. I'm safe. Okay. Now, in, if we are reading this in original translation, the best way it would have been easily read out would be now concerning spirituals. That word in the Greek is pneumaticos. It means things pertaining to the spirit. Or spirituals. Now concerning spirituals, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. That shows that God does not want us to be ignorant about spirituals. Now, spirituals in this context, if you read down, let's go to verse 4. Are we there? It says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are diversities of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but is the same God. 
which worketh all in all. Praise God. Are you seeing spirituals? Spirituals includes the gifts, the administrations, which is also the same as callings, and then operations. Praise God. Are we following me tonight? Okay, let me run through this now. Now, the gifts of the Spirit, which we are focusing on for tonight, are also called the manifestations of the Spirit. The manifestations of the Spirit. Now, in 1 Corinthians 12, nine gifts of the Spirit are recorded. And we'll just read through them. From verse 8. Okay, from verse 7. Okay, let's just do that. Then we'll go to verse 8. Verse 7 says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. Now, every man where? I've thought this over and over again, so I expect very quick answers. Every man where? Huh? Every man. Okay, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. Who are the every man? Believers. That means every man in the church. It means that there is no man in the church that the manifestations of the Spirit has not been made available to or given to, rightly put. Praise God. It means that every man has access to the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Are we clear on that? We just saw it in the Word. Now, verse 11 it says, but all this worketh that one and selfsame spirit, dividing to every man, severally as he will. Now, this scripture says he's dividing to every man how? Severally means, another word is everybody again. Another word is everybody, that word severally, is everybody individually. Do we get the meaning? It means I'm giving it to everybody here. And I'm giving it to us one after the other. Is that clear? Are we following tonight? We're all following. Those of us here, are we following tonight? Ah, some of us here are not following tonight. Those of us here, are we following tonight? Some of us are just in tonight. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pay attention to the word of God, please. All right. But all these... Walk at that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man, severally, severally, as he will. Now, as he will, yeah, is it as he will in manifestation or as he will in dividing to every man? Huh? Okay, there are two groups. Now, I want us to look at this scripture very carefully. But all these work at that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man, severally. How? Severally. Freely. As he wills. Now, if we are going to walk by what the scripture says, it means that he has given to every man according to his will. Not, you know, I love your face. I think, word of wisdom. Do you understand that? Now, why would that not be the case? Pastor Richard taught us this in the house retreat. Why would that not be the case? Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit. Can you put up Romans 8.32? We have the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit? Let's cross it. This um, meeting is very interactive. Where is the Holy Spirit? Inside of us. Now, where are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? They are the gifts of who? Are we together? They are the gifts of who? They are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Where is that Holy Spirit? So where would the gifts of the Spirit be? Now, that tells you that the gifts of the Spirit will not come from the skies to you. Where are they? So if there will be an expression of the gifts of the Spirit, where would it come from? 
Why would it come from inside of you? Because it's there. Hallelujah. Why? Because it is there. So, the gifts of the Spirit are in the spirit of the believer. The same way the fruit of the Spirit are in the spirit of the believer. Now, what differs from one believer? For example, you see a believer walking in love. You see another believer causing trouble everywhere he goes. And he said the fruit of the Spirit. Why does your own Spirit not have? Do you understand? It's because that believer that is looking for Wala up and down is not activating or has not put to expression or to use love that is within his spirit. Praise God. Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him for, up for us all, how shall he not with him freely, also freely, give us how many things? All things. So the gifts of the Spirit are ours. Why? How many things has he freely given us in Christ? All things. All things. Praise God. Praise God. So much for foundation. All right. Now let's move on to the main topic for today. Is that clear to everybody? We've gone over this over and over again. So maybe because I'm just saying that for those of us hearing it for the first time. Now, let's go to verse 8. For to one is given by the same, by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. Verse 10. To another, the workings of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the sign of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. Praise God. Praise God. Now, to another, it doesn't mean to Ibukun, word of knowledge. To Jola, the sign of spirit. That's not necessarily what it's trying to communicate. There's a sense of that, but that's not it. What it's saying is the manifestation. That's why it's good to read in context. See, verse 7. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to how many? That includes everybody here, right? To what? To profit. Now, is now going into details as regards the manifestations of the Spirit. And he's saying, this manifestation is expressed in this one. This one can be expressed in this one. Can all be expressed in one person? Yes. Where are the gifts of the Spirit? How many is in you? How many things has he freely given to Oh, you've taken all. Praise God. So we can express all. Now, but the expression is based on the time, the situation, the need at hand. All right. How God wants that person to be blessed. For example, somebody can be here and it wouldn't be a word of knowledge to bring out that situation. It would just be a simple prophecy to comfort that person. May not give details, but just simple prophecy by inspiration. I will get to that. And that person's life is still changed. Why? All this work at the one and the self same spirit. Do you understand? Why? The manifestation of the spirit to another, based on this situation, based on this need. Is it clear to everybody here? Why, can, why are we sure that the gifts of the spirit can work all the time? Why? Because he has willed. He has willed in giving us his spirit. We're not waiting for, oh, does the Holy Ghost will today to see the manifestation of the Spirit? No, he has willed in Christ because his Spirit is now in us and his Spirit wants to bless. I'll say this and then we'll go into, no, okay, we'll go into the more details. How does the Holy Ghost express these manifestations through us? Why? does it get expressed in some people more than the other? Ministry-mindedness. Amen. Ministry-consciousness. Some people choose to be ministry-conscious. They choose to be blessing-conscious. Oh, I'm going out today, I'm going to bless somebody by the inspiration of the Spirit, by the revelation of the Spirit. 
you understand? By the power of the Spirit in demonstration, I'm going to bless. When you are ministry conscious, you make it easier for the gifts of the Spirit to flow. If you are saying, God, and all these things, I want to operate in them, and you never desire to walk up to somebody to talk to the person to be a blessing, you pray that prayer for a long time. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Do we get that? Okay. Now, there are three categories. Thank God for people like um, Brother Donald G. and um, Dr. E. Hagen that taught a lot in these areas. And, you know, Donald G. and especially Donald G. broke it into three categories. They said they are the revelation gifts, the inspiration gifts, and the power gifts. Now, the revelation gifts are revelation by the Spirit that show something. That show something. That makes something revealed. Right? Are we together? Okay. Why the utterance gifts or inspiration gifts are the gifts of the Spirit that say something. I'm trying to establish this foundation so that in the course of this month, we won't have to do that and I'll just... Ouch. I'll just move on and then we'll ride on. And then the power gifts are the gifts of the Spirit that do something. I think that's a very way, easy way to understand them. Now, in this list that we've gone through, what are the gifts of the Spirit that show something? Let's just call it out very quickly. Let's chorus it. We can't hear you. Chorus it. That show something. Word of wisdom. Okay, what else? Huh? Word of knowledge. Somebody said something there. Discerning of spirits. These gifts they just mentioned, what do they do? They show something. Word of knowledge. Facts about the past and the present of someone's life. They show something. They are used to minister to others. Most especially, let's not forget that. But we won't go into details on that. Now, they are used to, words of wisdom talk about the future. Shows things about the future regarding most times a word of knowledge that had been received. And the sudden of spiritual you see revelations and you see angels, demons, and stuff like that. You see into the spirit realm. Praise God. So, visions, revelations, those things are under the discerning of spirits. Now, what are the power gifts? They are gifts that do something. Who can tell me from that list, the gifts that do something? Working of miracles. Someone else? The gifts of healings, someone else. I think the gifts of faith. <laughs> I think the third answer comes from there. Abby. All right. Praise God. The gifts of faith, or the gift of faith. That is not faith to get saved. That's, you know, in other words, could be also regarded as special faith. Special faith. For example, let's not go into that. That's not my topic. All right. All trans gifts. It gives that say something, and that's where we are going to talk about tonight. And we're just going to have a lot of practicals, and I'll just explain the principle, we'll practice, explain practice like that, and then we'll see what God will do tonight. All right. So, what are the utterance gifts? Prophecy, tongues, diversity of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Praise God. Now, I'll just give a very short explanation or definition of them and then move into practical. Let's see how these gifts operate and how they can operate within the context of a local assembly, a local church, fellowship, and stuff like that. Now, the gift of diversities of tongues has to do with the diversities of tongues, other tongues, right? 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2, it says that. He that speaketh unto, speaketh, he that, please help me, he that speaketh in tongues, how be it, he speaketh not unto men, but unto God, how be it in the spirit. 
you speak at mysteries. Praise God. Praise God. How be it in the spirit, you speak at mysteries. So when we pray in tongues, we pray mysteries. Now, there is the tongues for edification. There is the tongues for edification. I don't want to go through many scriptures so we can get into what you know, God lays on, had laid on my heart already for tonight. There, there is the tongues for edification. For edification. That's where we come together and we pray in tongues and pray in tongues. There is um, there's the tongues of... Um, huh? Please help me. My brain is... I don't want to go to the note now. Huh? Nobody is giving me the answer. So it's only me that knows it. Huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Let me just... Okay. I've remembered now. Tongues for interpretation. Just put that somewhere. We'll go into that tonight. Tongues for interpretation. There's tongues for edification. Then there's tongues also that, you know, we see... Let's not say... Let's not go into details. But there's tongues also that you, sometimes you may have heard stories where somebody just came and was praying in tongues. And then people of another language understood what that person was saying. Have, have we ever heard any story like that? Yeah, you've, you've heard. All right. So there's tongues that do that. But tonight, what we'll be considering is tongues for interpretation. Now, there's the interpretation of tongues. Interpretation of tongues is not translation of tongues. Praise God. It's not from Yoruba to English. Do I have any witness in the house? All right. Interpretation of tongues is interpreting the language of the spirit in human language. Not translation. So if I say, Shagatosuntes, you will not say, go and come here. It's not like that. <laughs> Praise God. That's not it. That will be in translation. So somebody can speak in tongues for one hour. Hmm? Somebody, oh, one hour is much. Somebody can give a tongue. Let's say it gives a tongue for interpretation. It can give it for two minutes. And you know that the interpretation of that tongue can just be one word. Or three words. Do you understand? Should I show you that from the Bible? Hmm? I don't want to take too much time on opening scriptures today. But can you remember the story of Daniel? Remember, Mene, Mene, that's the only time we see anything about tongues in the Old Testament in manifestation. We see the other gifts apart from tongues. We see Mene, Mene, Teke, Orphasin. Mene, let's count these labels. Mene, somebody should open that scripture. Um, Mene, Mene, Teke, Orphasin. How many syllables? Ten, Abi. Ten syllables. Now, see the interpretation. Three heavy, long sentences. Who is there? Okay, read it. Daniel 5.25, okay? okay. And this is the writing that was written. Mene, mene, tekel, opasin. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mene, God had numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Peres, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Did you see the interpretation? The interpretation and the this is not translation. It's interpretation. All right, I've established that. There's so much to learn from this, this story. We can do a two-hours sermon on it. We won't go into that tonight. Praise God. What's two hours? Much more. All right. Now, the utterance gives that say something. What are they used for? First Corinthians 14. First Corinthians 14. Show me verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. 
Corinthians 14, verse 3. Now, the utterance gives, I want to say this, tongues plus interpretation is equal to prophecy. Praise God. Why? Tongues plus... Now, that's what Paul, the issue Paul had with the church. What Paul was correcting in the church was not praying in tongues in private or we're having a prayer meeting. He was correcting somebody that would just come before... Like I'm meant to be giving a sermon right now or teaching God's word. And I just come before you guys and just... Combratos tehendos. And for the next one hour, I'm doing all that. How many of you get blessed? Nobody. Why? Did you understand what I said? I wasn't even giving a tongue for intervention. I was edifying myself. What does prophecy do? It edifies the church. What does tongues for edification do? You are the one that is edified. If I come before you and I'm praying in tongues, I am the one that is edified. Even if I say it, Shabarabadaba, I'm the one that is edified. Why? That's what the Bible says. Huh? Okay. Praise God. <laughs> uh, all right. So, tongues for edification. Now, when I interpret what I've spoken in the Spirit, are you now blessed? You are blessed. Why? You understand. Now, Paul now said in some verses later that if somebody who sits in the seat of the unlearned how shall he understand what you are saying? He said even natural sounds, like pipe, like the harp, they play tones that you understand, that you can flow with the rhythm. How will you just be speaking in tongues to bless us and we shouldn't understand what you are saying? Do we get the gist? How many of us get that? Can we move on? Alright. So, verse 3. The pass is light. Okay. All right. Verse 3. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Do you understand that? Now, how do we get blessed by tongues? In a body level. Not when we are all praying together in the spirit. No, that's different. When we are all praying and I'm praying, maybe I'm leading us in prayer and we are all praying the Holy Ghost. We are all getting blessed. Do you understand? But when I come before us and I pray in tongues to our hearing, for us to listen, I have to give the interpretation. That's what Paul was saying. I should give the interpretation at such instances. Do we all understand that? You know, many people have some confusion about this um, subject that I just taught now. Now, that tongues plus interpretation is meant to do the same work as prophecy. Now, why are they called the utterance gifts? Because they flow by the utterance of the Spirit. You don't plan, okay, um, I'm going to... It's not revealed. Eh? It's expressed. Do we understand? Did we get that? It's not like you... It can start from a revelation and end up in utterance. But it is utterance. Am I speaking above any head here? Do we understand me? How many people do not understand? Is that what I just said last? You don't understand? All right. It's not that I would... I would hear... Um, let me use maybe a health issue now. Let's say I hear there's somebody... Or I would hear or see a vision of maybe a family that maybe I see your house, I'll describe your house, I'll describe where you live, and I'll tell you that, okay, that God showed me that he wants to change that house to this house or something. Let's just give that kind of scenario. What would that be? Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, together. Working, they usually work hand in hand most times. Now, I would, if I want to give a prophecy or interpretation, it will be, you see this is an advance on what we have been learning all these months, right? Okay. It will be, I would receive utterance 
I would, it may just start from me seeing or perceiving something. And as I speak, more words will come forth. More words will come forth. I may not have planned to say them. In fact, I would not have planned to say them. That's why they are utterance. And as they keep coming forth, they keep blessing you. Do you understand? Unplanned. Do we get that? I remember one day I was praying, I was talking to someone and I just said, let me pray with you. As I prayed with him, I heard the word echoes. I knew it was not a revelation because I knew that was, I knew it was for prophecy. So I said, I hear echoes, echoes. And as I flew by utterance, and you know what that word ended to be? It ended to be, you know, a prophecy. You see what prophecy is? Prophecy is not just foretelling. You know. Do you get now? Do, you, do we all get what prophecy is? It's speaking by utterance. You can talk about the future, the past, the present, everything. But it's utterance flowing by the Spirit. And I ended up getting to tell him about him hearing the voice of God that would sound in his ears or in his heart like echoes. And he had been desiring to hear God because and I asked him after giving him that prophecy, you know, after his tongue interpretation eventually that flowed in. I said, have you been praying to hear God's voice? He said, that has been what had been on his mind. Like, okay, you just got your word. Do you understand? Praise God. Now, if you check through 1 Corinthians 14, and I just want us to see a few things, you'll find out that much of what is a whole chapter is devoted to what? To tongues, interpretation, and prophecy. See verse 1. Follow after charity and desire spirituals, but rather that ye may what? Now, it was talking to them in the context of the local church. That means in the local church, one gift or one set of gifts that should be dominant among us are the utterance gifts. We should prophesy. The, um, he said, I wish that all what may what? May prophesy. He said, when all of you prophesy, everybody here can prophesy. Everybody here can speak by the Spirit. As, you are, as far as you are born again and you have the Holy Ghost in you, and especially when you are you know, filled with the Holy Ghost, you've had the baptism of the Spirit, you can prophesy. You can speak by utterance. Amen. Amen. You can speak by utterance. And we're going to have that tonight. But I want to give us some rules around it. First and foremost, it must be done in order and decency. I won't just be preaching and you just come up beside me. Hey, sir, I have a prophecy. You know what I'll do today? Go and sit down. <laughs> By the grace of God, you shall go and sit down. Amen. Now, there's order. What I'm just saying with that is, there's order. There's decency. And that was why Paul was writing this letter, because they were working in abuse on what they were abusing the manifestations of the Spirit. There's order in how it flows. We do it one after the other. He said, if one speaks, if one gives a tongue, let one or two, let one another interpret. Then let two prophets, now, there are prophets in the New Testament, and we'll learn that this month. You know, and God's going to show us a lot, a lot of things about even our own selves, our callings, and all of that. Let one or two prophets, and even some mothers, mature believers, judge the prophecy. How can you judge? First, is it consistent with the written word? And secondly, not does it feel good by experience. That's why mature people are the ones that judge. By experience in the flow of the Spirit. Can you see the flow of the Spirit? You know, I was in a meeting very recently where a lot of prophecies were coming. And I was there and they were giving prophecies. I, I, came, I, went, I didn't go to minister. I went to receive from God there. And then a woman came up. Other people came up. And, you know, some of them were just reiterating what had been given. And I knew one woman, she came up and started. She got too emotional with it. And I'll talk about that now and then we'll flow. She got too emotional with it. She now you can get emotional sometimes, but you can handle it. If you cannot handle it, it's not the spirit of God. Take that from me. Why? The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. So you can handle it. Say, mm, this prophecy is doing me, doing me press. No. Keep quiet. You can keep it. (laughs) 
You know, some people want to give a prophecy. After I give it, they finish giving it, they'll fall down on the floor. Who fell down on the floor? The Holy Ghost. Them. The Holy Ghost gives the inspiration for the utterance gives. Who gives the manner in which they are ministered? You. For example, if I talk like, for the Lord's sake, you know, if, you know some people, if you want to give prophecy, say, they will not be like this. Thus says the Lord God of Israel. Who did the Lord God of Israel? Them. Not the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Somebody shake. Who shook? They chose to shake. Yes. <laughs> you know, I used to be in meetings when I was in 200 level. Where we receive words of prophecies. And the guys that give the words of prophecy, they'll fall down on the floor. Like, wow. After they finish giving the prophecy, these guys are in spirit. I didn't know that. Ah, these guys are just staying in their clothes. Praise God. You can give it and stand. That shows, if the power of God comes on you every time and you cannot stand, it means you are not feeding on the word. You are not growing. Every time, anywhere, the power of God, you're coming, polar. Ah, ah, ah. So this rock somewhere. Every time. You are the, the one that uh, men of God used to test where the spirit is flowing. All right. I'm rounding up already. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. So, we can choose how we be flow. I'm saying this before we get into and just flow with the spirit. We can choose how we flow. I can sit, I can stand there and say, and then let's always avoid, particularly when you are given a revelation. God just told me now. Let's avoid using God. Do you get? Why? You see, there's 100% God, but you are not 100%. Your manner, if you, for example, if you don't know how to speak good English, and you give a prophecy, you know you speak bad English, and went to that place, said, Lord, do you know God did not say went? God meant go. <laughs> you said went. Do you understand? So, let's avoid saying God all the time. Sometimes you, you may make mistakes, and you just put people in a box. I'll say this, and then we'll, we'll move. A revelation, interpretation, and application. Revelation is what the Spirit is saying. Interpretation is how it is received. How you give the word. The manner you give it. And then application is how you apply it to the life. Now, there was this example of this guy. If you, if you Get this book, Growing in the Prophetic by Mike Biko. There was this guy, he came to minister. You know, they allowed people to flow in prophecies. And then he saw a dark cloud around somebody's pocket. And, you know, that had to do with finances. But you see, the revelation was correct. The interpretation was wrong. He told the person, I see that you are stealing money from your firm. Front of the old church. I see that you are stealing money from your firm and you need to repent of it, says the Spirit of the Lord. You know, in that church now, in my Bickle's church, International House of Prayer, high up, you're only allowed to say, God said three times in a year. If you've used your three types, it was not a God said. <laughs> I'm serious. You're only allowed to use that word, God told me, three times in the year. The rest is, I sense by the Spirit. I just sense in my heart. I just perceive. Use those words. Hmm? In case, it may not be 100%, but it will still get blessed. Do you understand? Don't intimidate people and put them in the box. God said, what if you made some, there was some human factor in the words? You'd have cornered people. Do you understand? All right. So, this man saw, and he gave that word, and the man felt embarrassed because he was not stealing any money in front of the ocean. You understand? All right. So he, he, some months later, his partner in his firm stole money, and the firm went bankrupt, and he was poor. Can you now understand what that word was for then? You see, the interpretation was missed. And that caused a lot of trouble. You know, that situation could have been avoided because that was why God gave the word. So as we train ourselves in the word of God, you know, in the study of God's word, personally, you'll find better expression when you flow with the Spirit. 
Do we understand everything I said tonight? Let's rise up on our feet. Praise God. How many of us have learned something? Now I want to practice what I've le- we've learned. I would have called for volunteers. Should I call for volunteers? Okay, no. We are going to just flow with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Now, in giving utterance, you know utterance can be acted. Because when I was praying for this meeting, I saw myself acting out some form of utterance to some people here. Praise God. You know, that's called the spirit of seeing and knowing. Where you see yourself do something. So you just go and act it out. And that's what I'll do now. I'll act, I'll act out, you know, what I saw already in the spirit. Praise God. Revelation or utterance can be acted out. See the story of Prophet Agabus. He came. He took Paul's belt. Tied it around his waist and said, The person who, the owner of this belt, shall be bound the same way in Jerusalem. Can you remember that story in the book of Acts? So, we can act it out. We can say it. We can demonstrate it. Praise God. I want to volunteer. If there are some kind of people, if you raise your hand, I won't call you. I want to volunteer. And funny enough, if you are a good singer and you flow very well with singing, share come. All right. Um, Bible says, please come. Okay. Now, if you flow very well in singing, how will you give the word? How will you flow in utterance? By songs. That is why you hear those people that you know, spontaneous worship. Those things are prophecies, but they are song. Now, some people think it's harder to give the prophecy, to give the tongue. We we'll do tongues interpretation, and it's easier to give the words. Is is harder to give? No, it's easier to give the interpretation. Let's not go that. <laughs> but it's very easy to give the interpretation. Just listen. How it works is this: you just listen as the tongue is, whether you or someone else is giving the tongue. Just expect to receive the interpretation. If it's a tongue, if it's a you know, there's a spirit of prophecy in the atmosphere. You want to receive prophecy. Just pay attention to what the Holy Ghost is saying. You will sense something. You can just softly. You can you sense something, and when you sense something, you start from where you sense. Remember the story I gave you guys about the echo, and you start speaking forth, and then you flow with the Spirit. Praise God. You see, we can be a blessing to so many people. What? Oh, our projector. First Corinthians fourteen verse three. Let somebody read it out for us again. Those words, inter, um, edification, edification, exhortation, and comfort. How many of us saw condemnation there? No. It's for edification, exhortation, and comfort. Now, I'm going to give a tongue. Hmm? I'm going to give a tongue for him. He's going to give the interpretation. You know you can start from what you see too. You, as you say what you see and you flow in utterance. Are we flowing with me tonight? Alright. I'll give it. He'll give the interpretation in songs to him. And you just watch. When it is given, this atmosphere is going to change. That's what the spirit of prophecy does in the local church. It gives a breathing ground for the Holy Ghost to do a lot of things. Praise God. Okay, I want to give the tongue now. You see that my tongues will be different. Mark tos tek tinto brahatitos tehotos keng dakosta dikto neglaton de ston digeta konkosta haka tembron den tion konsoman kententon konsta hais tombre sakte yaglusta fahate mango sherehis nembrahata sundas. As your hearts are lifted. I, I, I heard arts lifting and and I don't really know about that but Praise God. Now, you see, he had hearts lifted. I think I've used my time. Can I just finish this? Alright. He had hearts lifted. Now 
What, what did I say? It may just start by something in your head and you flow. What is the aim of utterance? To flow by the Spirit of God. To flow by the Spirit of God. So he will just flow from what he heard. And you see what it will come to. And it won't just bless him. It's not just for him. It's for everybody here. You know, I just sensed that about that tongue I gave. All right. Yes, sing it. Sing it. You may not know that that's how you flow best in the Spirit. You'll find that out now. All right. Let joy flow in your hearts. Just allow God's peace reign in your hearts. Just allow joy flow in your I can give you better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you seen that this atmosphere has changed now? The spirit of prophecy is so much in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Let's go. Hallelujah. Mondo sahitos tahakas. Mangrekestum bahakesh tahak. Nectos, mandos, 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 mangego suso. Getehe yusuf ahaktosio. Pakatana, pakatana, toprahatesika. Amen. Now, do you know the interpretations of that? I heard the word cement. And I'll start from that and I'll flow. You're wondering what does it mean in this? This is interpretation. If I had cement here, I would have demonstrated it. Praise God. Okay, let me use this. Now, as the bricklayer carries the cement hmm, and mixes it, carries it to the site, and then he mixes it and mixes it with sand and water and gravel, what does he do? It forms a strong concrete that is used to build a house. That is used to build a house. He stirs it, stirs it. And when he stirs it, he molds it. He could mold it as a block. Huh? Or put the mortar in the molder and mold it as a block. And what will happen? That block will be added together by that same mortar and will form a house. A big superstructure. Skyscrapers are formed from that. Just the cement. Praise God. Praise God. You're wondering what does that mean? Can you get what it means already? You know, God has taken you through things and he has brought you through different situations. As they are coming together, what is happening is you are taking steps. And these steps are for building. That will carry you from step to step. To step, you may not know the what of what God is putting in your life, but as you allow Him to put it in, what's happening to you? You are causing yourself and even others to become built as high as superstructures. So, wait, says the Spirit, wait for I will yet put my words in your mouth and as I put my words I will cause that same growth that I break I've broken out in you to break out in others as they hear the words that you speak says the Spirit of God hallelujah hallelujah glory to God 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. You see, look at me. Praise God. 
You see, we are flowing by the streets tonight. And you know this can be anybody. Anybody. You are not done yet. Just wait. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, we are going to end this meeting tonight. How? We are going to give prophecies and worship God with that. Flowing spontaneously by the Spirit of God. Do you understand? Do we get me tonight? Are we following me? You see, this is not just for church. This can be in your room. I remember one day I was, that was a very bad day. Bad, bad things were just combining themselves together. And I was, I was on my way home. I was in the car and I said, what's this? I just remembered, I have Psalms in my spirit. What are Psalms? Psalms are words or songs spoken or sung by the spirit. Prophecies. Those are Psalms. I said, if I can bless others, I can bless myself. And I started by the Spirit. I gave a tongue and gave the interpretation. And I started flowing. I started flowing. I started giving myself Psalms. Man, I felt like jumping out of that car. You don't have to have a sad day. Hallelujah. You have your spirit that can flow forth words from God. Hallelujah. You know, if you miss me, and you meet me anytime to talk to you. You will never find a me that is like this. Uh-uh. I know how to encourage myself. You see those Psalms David spoke. How did he speak it? He spoke them by the influence of the Holy Ghost. Now, we have a better covenant. That Holy Ghost is now in you. You can do the same. Speak words by the influence of God's Spirit. And bless your life. Hallelujah. 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 No, carry this. Your left arm. You see, I'm telling her to do this. I don't even know what it means yet. Amen. But we're going to find out. Hallelujah. Long does the heart of us. Mate prahasunte. For you know that when somebody carries a bag, huh? Are we listening to me? You know, you carry a bag. And you carry it with care. Why? You have load inside. You wouldn't just hold it anyhow. Why? That would be an improper way to carry it. So, if a bag like this you have, huh? you carry it properly. You put it like this. You put it like this. If somebody sees you carrying this bag like this, what will happen? Huh? It'll be like, what's wrong? This person is weird. Like, okay. <laughs> right. So you carry it well. Praise God. You know, I'm speaking by the Spirit now. And I sense God saying that, carry yourself properly. Hallelujah. You know, don't carry yourself highly. Carry yourself the right way. How? By the Word. Carry yourself as the Word says you are. Hallelujah. Carry yourself as the Spirit of God has spoken about you. Carry yourself what the written word says. And mind you, don't carry yourself in pride. Don't carry yourself improperly as though you own your life. No. No. Hold yourself as though you are in the hands of the Creator. Because, you know, as you carry it well, what happens to you? You begin to walk majestically. That's the same way you will walk with victory on every side when you carry yourself in his hands and not in your own strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You see, you can have this everywhere. Amen. One more person that just wants to give us a word and then Shaya will, will close tonight together. Who, will, who would that be? Now, the more you practice this, come up. The more you pra- practice this, the more you practice this, the greater flow you have in the spirit. There was this couple, brother and sister, Goodwin. You know, Kenneth Higgins said that in his entire ministry, that they had the people he had seen flow in the spirit best in tongues and interpretation. Come on, tell me. Come. They will flow together in the spirit. They will bring out the secrets of the life of people. 
Anytime, you know, Kenneth Hagin does it, it's not, it's not seeming as having a hard time flowing the spirit. You just give the mic. Oh yeah, brother and sister Goodwin, come minister to us. And the man will give the tongues and the wife will start flowing interpretation. Before you know, they start calling people's names out. Start commanding sicknesses to go. You know, all, all kinds of situations start changing. Hallelujah. You can be trained and schooled in this. You know how many nights I'll put and listen to Brother Hagen, you know, Pastor Seko, and some other people. I'll just listen to them give a tongue interpretation. I'll just listen to it over and over and over again. Do you understand? Because I wanted to be trained. Praise God. Praise God. All right. You're going to give the tongue and you'll flow the interpretation. Okay. And it's for everybody, it's not for both of you. Do you understand? All right. Wait, was she giving a tongue? Huh? Huh? That was not a tongue. She was praying in tongues. She was like, you are defying yourself. Now give a tongue. She gave it on. Alright, let's hear the interpretation. How would you prefer to give it? In words, right? Eh? Have we forgotten the you start from what you heard? Just flow. Hmm? Don't report. Flow. Okay. Be still become God loves you. Alright. If I want to give that in the you know what I will say? For just as the shepherd directs the sheep, hallelujah, just as the shepherd directs the sheep and leads them to where there is pasture and they eat and leads them to where there is water and they drink, so the Holy Ghost directs you. So listen and flow with the Spirit of God. For if you will listen to my Spirit, says the Lord, I will guide you and cause you to receive from me each day, for you will never know that. You will never know any lack. Hallelujah. You know we gave the same word. <laughs> Praise God. And the rest of us, let's sit down. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. We want to close tonight's service. Let's rise up on our feet as we close. Um, um, he is going to sing a song by the Spirit to us. Eh? And we're going to worship God with that tonight. And then we'll close. Did we get the message? Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a very simple song. God be blessed. God is my light and my salvation so I can shine high to the whole world. God is my light. He is my salvation. God is my light. God is my light and my salvation and my salvation so I can shine.
Cause I'm full of life I do good Cause I'm full of life I do good Cause I'm full of life Because I'm full of life I do good Oh Shabib Rahatas Mongrondas of Hakatos Subregetos, Mongrandizo Bogados, Beto Brehekatos, Subregetos, Mongrandizo Bahakatuzo Bredebogos, Mipro Pocotos, Zombandizo Bradados, Epocotos, Zombangendos, Subregetos, Mipro Gondos, Subrocotos of Badon. For I am your light and your salvation. You have no reason to fear. For I am your light and your salvation. You have no reason to fear. I've infused upon you because you have known me so much light with which you shall shine all over the world. What you have deposited in you is my grace, is my wisdom, my love. It's been spread through you down to everyone that comes in contact with you. Therefore, you do not have any reason to struggle loving people. You do not have any reason to struggle being patient and enduring about people's counting as an attitude about you. Your attitude issues are no problems at all because the spirit of self-control, the spirit of love in you, shed abroad in you, it expressed through you. And therefore you have no reason to live in hate, to live in hunger, to live in fear. Glory to Jesus. Shall we just put our hands together for the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we share the grace and fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.